0: Well, hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 627, and today we're going to be talking about why products fail on Amazon or just in general, but mostly on Amazon because that's where most of you are starting, or maybe you're looking for your next product. And there are six things that I've found that you need to look out for and that can also prevent you from having a failed product, all right? And I went over this in a recent episode, uh, that was episode 624, where I talked about the five filters to validate a market, and that also goes along with really how to set yourself up for success within that product uh, because a lot of people just look at the numbers in a tool, like that's it, right? They're not looking at all the other factors, all right? Now I'm not gonna talk about all of the validation process as far as that goes, I'm gonna go over six things to avoid that I've seen people making uh, a lot, all right? And I wanna prevent that and I want you guys to understand that if all you are doing is using Amazon right now, that's all you're using, okay? Now think about this, you're going to find a product, okay, let's say that you're not following, you know, the uh, the process that I've kind of laid out where you want to find a market, and you want to validate that market, you want to make sure there's three to five products, and you want to make sure that there's, you know, people searching for content, and that you can build out external channels, like, if you're not doing all that, all you're doing is looking at the product, all right, on the front, and then you're hoping that you can, you uh, maybe sell, you know, a hundred of them right out of the gate to launch on Amazon. And maybe you're going to use pay-per-click. Maybe you're going to use a deal site. Maybe you're going to use a rebate site, whatever you're going to use, which, you know, a lot of those things I don't agree with, but let's just say that you went down that route. Everyone else is doing the exact same thing. All right. So rule number one here when picking a product is you can't do the exact same thing that everyone else is doing. Okay. That's a big mistake. And that's not even one of my things to avoid, but that's like a big one because so many people are just like, yep, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to follow that same formula. The formula is pick a product that the numbers look good, that there's enough depth, there's enough demand. Let me make sure that I can, you know, rank it by giving away 100, you know, 200 units. I'll I'll do a, a massive giveaway and discount my product by 90%. Then I'll go after, uh, you know, a, a review group and I'll try to get some reviews, even though I know they're going to probably get deleted eventually, but at least it'll get me my start. Does that sound familiar? Like, have you thought that? May, maybe you have, maybe you haven't. But if you have, I need you to, I, I need to blow the whistle. I need to call a timeout. Hey, Kevin. Call that timeout, Kevin Sanderson, ex ref well, not an ex, he's he's still a referee, he was actually on the podcast recently, he quit his job, um, fired his boss, and he's working full-time for himself now, so congratulations to Kevin, but he's my whistleblower because he's a referee, all right, so I need a little timeout here, if that is you, I need you to take a minute and just step back, and I need you to listen to this episode, and I need you to really start thinking a little bit differently, okay? Number one, go back and listen to episode 624, okay, theamazingseller.com forward slash 624, that there's going to give you really the the filters, the process to take it through before you even select that product. But if you've already selected that product, then you're going to have to make sure that these things are checked as well, okay? Uh, Now, this is exactly, exactly what we teach, what we go through, what we, you know, we also, again, we, you know... We do what we say, right? Like if we're, if I'm teaching this, this is what we're doing. Like, I'm not just going to give you theory. Like this is what we're doing. This is what I believe in. I believe that this has worked, you know, years ago and and it's working again uh, now. And it has always, it's just, you took a shortcut and we all did where it was kind of easy to launch products on Amazon and get them ranked and stuff. And now all of a sudden you launch a product and before you know it, you got 10 other people selling a similar product and all of a sudden you're competing on the same, uh, you know, using the same tactics and the same strategy. All right, that's not what we want to do. But this is exactly what we are teaching inside of Ecom Business Formula, which I'm really proud of because it's amazing and it took a lot of work, a lot of sweat, and some tears because uh, it, it was, you know, I'll be honest, it was a lot of work and I knew it was going to be worth it. I just wanted to make sure that it was going to be something that other people could replicate and other people could follow easily because I'm a visual learner and I also like to uh, actually see it kind of being done. So what we did is we, we showed this entire process. We actually identified... Um, a niche inside of there that we used as our niche to kind of demonstrate everything through, but we found it on the fly. We didn't just pre-select it. So it's really is us going through the entire process of, you know, going through and finding the market and then finding three to five products. And then from there, creating the pre-launch and then doing the launch. And then from there, building out those external assets, building our home base Uh, you know, getting that traffic, those eyeballs, that attention that I talk a lot about because that is the new currency, by the way. Uh, So all of that stuff is in EBF. We call it EBF, short for uh, Ecom Business Formula. So if you're interested in joining us in that class, currently right now, depending on when you're listening to this, uh, it could be closed. Uh, The time that I'm recording this, it is closed, but when this airs, it may be open. Um, If you're interested on getting on the wait list or just being notified or even just learning more about it, you can head over to the amazing Seller dot com forward slash EBF. Keep it short and simple. Or you can just go to ecombusinessformula.com and that'll take you there as well. But the wait list is the amazing seller.com forward slash EBF. All right. So let's dig in, shall we? All right. So here's the six things to avoid. All right. And again, it it kills me because a lot of times I'll hear people um they'll email me, they'll go, Scott, I'm launched. I did my initial, you know, I I got 50 sales or I got 75 sales or I couldn't get 100 sales. All I could get was 50. I tried using the deal site. And then now I'm trying to use pay-per-click, but it's too expensive. How do I compete? Uh, You know, how do I sell these units now? And that's where I call that time out. And I go, wait a minute here. We got to recheck some things here. All right. Because something along the way, you know, you, you didn't figure this out correctly or you didn't plan it out correctly. So let's go through them. Okay. Number one. Okay. Choosing one product and not looking at future ones, okay? Only selling one product. That's a big mistake to avoid. So when you are choosing your product or your future products, please make sure that you're looking also at the additional sales that that one customer can make, okay? Because it's so much easier to sell to the same customer than it is to try to find a new one, okay? Now, that's not anything new. You might have already heard that before. But it's true, okay. If someone comes into your store, brick and mortar, online, doesn't matter, and you have more of something that that person can buy, there's a good chance they might buy something on the way out. Especially if you make it visible, all right. And we can do that within Amazon. We can do it externally. We can do it, you know, throughout our entire business and our brand. And you want to. But if you don't have that already pre-selected, then you're kind of just a one product. You know, business or a, a one-hit wonder, if you will, right? Like, I've got people right now. They've launched a product, that's done a million dollars, but there's nothing else behind it. I've had people that have d- done that, and then uh, you know, they're they're kind of now scraping to try to figure out what they're going to sell next. Uh, and you don't want to be in those shoes because it's really risky, and there's not really a business or a brand there, uh, you know, because you're only selling the one product, fidget spinner, right? Hot for a day and gone tomorrow. We don't want that. So. That's a big mistake to avoid, just choosing the one product because it met your numbers or your criteria. Uh, so part of my criteria is, can I find three to five products easily without even doing a lot of digging, even if they're in competitive, you know, if it's in a competitive space and there's products that I might not sell today, but I might sell six months from now, or a year from now, once I build up my external channels, like are there other products that that customer would buy that make sense from that initial purchase? So that's number one okay choosing the choosing just one product not looking at future ones okay number 2 this is a big one too being fooled by the basic numbers in the tools that you're using okay cuz you're not looking at the history you're not looking at the trends okay so how do you do this well if you're using a tool Uh, If you're using Jungle Scout, they give it to you right there inside of the tool. So if you're using the Chrome extension, you just click on BSR and you can see the history. You can see how long they've been selling. You can see what the BSR has done. You can look at the sales numbers and say, oh, they're selling whatever, 300 a month. And then you can go and click on that. And then that'll populate, uh, you know, the history. And here's one little nugget for you. If you click on that and it shows that they've only been selling for a month, you might want to look at another seller. Okay, because we want proof. We want proof that this isn't just something that they just launched and we're being fooled by those numbers because they just launched and gave a massive giveaway. And those those sales aren't really sales technically, right? So not looking at the history is a big one and not looking at trends. Again, you can look at trends inside of Jungle Scout. And if you haven't grabbed your Chrome extension, that is like the number one tool that I would recommend out of the gate. You know, when you're starting, when you're up and selling, you're going to use that thing all the time. And i uh, got a nice little discount for you if you want to head over to uh, theamazingseller.com forward slash JS, and that's for Jungle Scout. And uh, Greg Mercer, good friend of mine now, and uh, great company. And yes, I'm an affiliate for them. And yes, you would buy me a cup of coffee, which I have one right in front of me right now, which is delicious. So yes, I would. totally upfront with you, but whether you do or not, it's a great tool. Okay. Use that tool. Um, so, okay. That is number two, being fooled by the basic numbers in, in, you know, using tools, not looking at history and trends. All right. Three, this is another big one. This is a writer downer. Okay. Not figuring out what it will take to rank the product, how many units to sell per day. All right. Sometimes People will go out there and they'll look at the numbers and they go, oh, it looks like it's selling 500. Cool. Okay, let's go ahead and launch it. Don't even think about how many units they're going to have to sell per day in order to rank, not looking at any of the ranking, you know, uh, you know, as far as the ranking numbers, uh, looking at the optimization or anything like that. So what you need to do is you need to look at not just the one seller, but like the average of the first page of your keyword that you're targeting. And there's ways that you have to look at also the keywords that you're, that you're uh, wanting to get ranked for. Is that the one that's driving a lot of the sales? Like, that's another one, right? And this is something we go super deep in uh, as far as like e-com business formula goes. I mean, we dig, we, we dig really deep into this area because it's so important that we understand this because we want to set ourselves up for a successful launch, Right, because we want to know these numbers, and we want to know before we end up launching this, what am I willing to discount my product for? Number one, and then am I able to get ranked by giving away? And I say giving away by by getting these sales because I'm not. We're, we're never giving away, by the way right? I had a question come in. I think it was last Ascot session of like how many, um, or what happens if I do my giveaway and I run out of inventory and I was like, wait a minute, time out. I don't want you giving away 90% off of your product. Number one, uh, in the algorithm, I'm sure now they've have a, they have a built-in filter that says if you have a 90% off, don't rank them, like don't give them as much credit or there's going to be other factors. So when I'm saying like you know, promoting your product more or less, or how many it's going to take, Uh, it's basically getting sales. And we can do that by either discounting our price by 50%, by 25%. We can do it that way, or we can just aggressively use pay-per-click and just lower our price without using a discount. There's a a few different things we can do there, but you need to know, okay, that when you are doing this, you need to know how many you are going to need to, to see yourself get ranked. And I guess the other mistake I didn't even list here is that, a lot of people won't do it long enough. They'll be like, oh, it's just five days and then I'll rank. No, that's not how it works always. It's going to be different for each market, how competitive it is and all of that stuff. If you're going after products that are selling, here's another big one. Hey, Scott, I found this product. It's awesome. It's amazing. It's getting 1,500 sales per month and it only has 75 reviews. Well, two flags are drawn up for me right away. Number one, I got to look at the history and see if this, if this product just launched. Because that seems weird, right, of how how a product is selling 1,500 and it only has this many reviews, right, 50 reviews or 75 reviews or whatever. And if that's the case, that's fine. The second flag is, holy crap, if I want to compete with them, that means I got to sell, you know, whatever 150 divided by 30 is, which I don't know that off the top of my head, but it's it's a lot, right? It's over 50 a day, right? If Well, no, wait a minute. That is 50 a day. Wow, look at that math. 50 a day for 30 days? that's 1500 units. Wow. Scott, you're pretty good at math. No, not really. Uh, (laughs) so yeah, I mean, so you got to sell 50 units per day. Okay. So let's see 50 units per day. If you only did it for seven days. Okay. You're talking 350 units. Okay. So a lot of people are like, Oh, I got a hundred units that are going to be my launch units that I'm going to, that I'm going to use as my promotional, not enough. You're not going to rank. And then you're going to be scratching your head going like, how do I rank Scott? Well, you didn't look at the numbers up front, okay? You got too excited about 1,500 sales. So you almost want to scale that back and find those products in the beginning that are selling 300 to 500 because then you can sell 10 or 15 or maybe even 20 a day, okay? That's possible. Selling 50 a day, it's a lot of units, okay? And you got to do it for over, you know, I like to do it for over 10 to 14 days, okay? Depending on, again, how competitive it is, how many other sellers you're competing with and all that stuff. So all that stuff comes into play, but you got to know that stuff, all right? All right, I I. I was on that one there for a while. Number four, (laughs) not optimizing the listing, all right? Driving traffic to an unoptimized listing, you might as well not even get the sales, all right? You're gonna see the sales, but you're not gonna see any ranking, okay? You need to make sure that your listing is well-optimized, okay? And the basics are this. You want good pictures, number one, okay? Now, the pictures aren't necessarily going to rank you from a search perspective, but it will get you to convert better. Okay, so that does make a difference. Um, But the things that do come up in search are your title, your bullets, your description, and your back-end keywords, okay? Those are the main areas that you're basically filling in and that you're getting indexed for from Amazon. So when you start to send sales, that comes up on their radar and their algorithm, and then you start to rank for those keywords. That's kind of how that works, all right? And again, if you're running pay-per-click and you're not optimized, you're not going to be uh, you're not going to be relevant, so they're not going to show you. So you gotta you you gotta be careful on that too. So again, if you're going to send traffic, you might want to make sure that that listing is optimized fully. Okay, really really important. All right, number five, not willing to spend money on initial launch to boost sales. That's another big one. Scott, I uh, I've got a three thousand dollar budget. I spent twenty five hundred dollars on my product. I got five hundred dollars that I can use on pay per click or I can only give away 100 units because after that, I got to start making money on these products, okay? Here's what I would say to that. Your first order should probably in your head just be a break even. If you can break even and basically season your account, get history in your account, get history in the listing, get feedback to build your account up, to get your reviews starting to come in, all of that stuff, you're using that as like a grand opening sale, that's the way I look at it. If you were open a brick and mortar, you'd be like, hey, we gotta do a, a grand opening. Uh, we've got a $5,000 budget for that or we got a $10,000 budget for that, right? We're gonna hire you know, a clown to come in or we're gonna hire a DJ to come in and we're gonna have free hot dogs and hamburgs and whatever, right? That's a grand opening. Same idea. It's what we're doing here, okay? We're, we're doing that in the beginning. So you need to make sure that you don't overspend on your inventory where you don't have enough to launch, okay? And that can be, like I said, pay-per-click, discounts, lowering your price. You know, it kills me when I hear people say, Scott, I don't want to give more than 30% off. Then I won't be making any money. And this is the first order. This is their first you know set of units. Can't be thinking like that. You need to be willing to break even and even sometimes lose a little bit of money just to get the ball rolling. All right. Again, that's what you have to, you have to just prepare for that. Okay. It's part of the part of the business. Okay, And if you're not ready for that, then don't do that yet. Don't, don't even launch a product yet. Do everything else that I've talked about as far as building out your, your home base, get your content going, starting to get traffic. Like You don't have to just start with the private label product if you don't want to. If you can't do a smaller order, uh, then, you, know, then you, you might have to wait. Maybe you have to do some retail ARB. You know, maybe you got to go out there and do some thrifting and, you know, sell some stuff on eBay, whatever you got to do, but you can still be doing the back end stuff or the, you know, building out your, your, uh, you know, your assets externally. You can still do all that other stuff. All right. But if you're not prepared to launch and you can't, you can't launch, you know, I'm just going to say it straight to you. Uh, you know, you just can't. All right. So just, you got to be careful for that. Okay. Or of that. All right, so not, not willing to spend money on initial launch to boost sales, all right? Now, the last one, okay, and this is number six, choosing products with hundreds, if not thousands of reviews, and when you're not realizing that there's a good chance that the sales are being driven by reviews, okay? So if you think that you have you know, a better product, but all of the other products are 600 plus reviews, It's a good chance that you're not going to sell that many up front. doesn't matter what you do. You're probably going to be, you know, really having to do a lot of promotions to just get some sales running through that. Okay. So that's going to be a problem. You don't want to start there. Okay, you do not want to start there. Now, can you do that later once you build out your brand and you get some history with Amazon and you know you start building up your seller's account? And you know, a lot of people don't talk about that, but as you're generating sales through your sellers account, and you're getting good feedback, not just reviews, you're building out your or you're building your history with Amazon. Eventually, they're going to start saying, "Hey, this is a pretty reputable company and brand. Uh, we're going to go ahead and push them a little bit more. We're going to. They, they've got good feedback. They take care of customers. So." Don't think that just because in the beginning you're not maybe selling the products that you want to, you want to sell those other sexier products, it's okay because you're still building your account up. You're building up the authority. So keep that in mind. It's really important that you understand that as well. Everything that we're doing here, we're building this thing over time. We have a short-term goal and we have a long-term goal, right? We have phase one, phase two. That's kind of how we look at it. And phase one is like finding that product you know, that can sell uh, you know, 300 to 500 per month and launch that in the first 90 days, and then have two or three products in the queue that we can launch behind those. And then the 12 to 18 month is really building out the external channels as far as our home base and building out our content to start getting attention in our market and bringing, you know, bringing the traffic in so that way there we can convert to sales, but we can also convert to possibly ads and uh, you know affiliate offers and all of that good stuff that I've been talking about here lately. All right. So that's what we're doing. All right. So we have two different phases here, phase one and phase two, and there's a short-term win and a long-term win, and that's what we're doing. Again, this is exactly what we're doing inside of the new brand, but we're also doing this uh, inside of Ecom Business Formula. All of our inner circle members, this is exactly what we're doing, and we have some seven-figure sellers that 100% relied on just Amazon. So we're hoping in the next six to eight months, they're going to have some diversification happening. They're going to have, uh, you know, they're going to have their own channels in place. They're going to have their own traffic source. They're going to have an email list built, like all that stuff. And a lot of the inner circle members already are doing that. Um, but just understand that just cause you're starting out doesn't mean you can't start this stuff like right away. You should, um, start doing that other, that other, uh, asset build as I call it. All right. So again, Let's just recap really quickly on these six things to avoid. Number one, choosing just one product and not looking at future ones if there are future ones, all right? So just selling one product. Number two, being fooled by the basic numbers by the tools that you're using or given, okay? Not looking at the history and the trends, all right? You're just looking at the front-end numbers, all right? You got to dig a little bit, actually quite a bit. Uh, Number three, not figuring out what it will take to rank. How many units do you need to sell per day? All right, and not being fooled by the numbers also allows you to know the exact number or, well, not the exact, but the, the range of sales that you're going to need over time. All right, and uh, to, to be able to potentially rank. And then four, not optimizing the listing, okay? Because you're gonna send all that traffic, but you're not optimizing. So you gotta do that with pictures, your title, your bullets, your description, your back end. And again, that's where you have to dig in on uh, some of your uh, competitors and see exactly what kind of keywords they're ranking for, which ones you feel are the ones that are driving the sales. Is there room for growth as far as like, and we, we've got the strategy inside of Econ Business formula where we actually are teaching to go really wide, cast the, the net really wide, even if we only get, you know, an extra one or two sales from these keyword a month. But if we find 300 of these, it'd be pretty cool, right? And that's what we're talking about here is really like broadening the net. But you have to be able to do that up front by having an optimized listing, and all of that, okay? So number five is not willing to spend money on the initial launch to boost sales, cutting yourself short and, and really thinking that, uh, you know, you're going to make money on that first order. Um, I think that mindset is going to hurt you um, if it hasn't already done so. Uh, all right, and now number six is choosing products with hundreds if not thousands of reviews and um, then finding out that sales are driven by review. So that's something that you need to look at before you ever go into uh, that product or, you know, deciding to launch that product, all right? But you need to make sure that you use this as a, a checklist or just run through this list again. Again, download this, uh, this set of show notes or the transcripts if you want. You can head over to the seller.com forward slash 627 and just keep this handy. So that way there you don't... Uh, You know, you don't uh, make these mistakes, um, so you can avoid them, all right? So um, the last thing I want to say is you need to plan, all right? You need to plan, 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 and uh, plan some more, all right? You need to know your launch numbers, and you need to plan an aggressive launch, all right? Uh, you need to understand that weeks one through four, when you first launch, and this is a brand new listing, it's the most important, the most critical. You want to give it everything you have. That doesn't mean black hat. That doesn't mean gray hat. It means building up these assets that we've talked about and then going all in on just focusing on launching that. All right. So definitely make sure that you plan and you know your launch numbers and plan an aggressive launch. Totally what you want to do. All right. So again, I'm going to remind you. On our new class, which I am super pumped about, if you're interested in having us work with you and showing you the way through this new training, uh, we've actually created this, uh, you know, basically self study course. But we're going to be there along the way to help you, and it's called Ecom Business Formula. Like I said, this is going to be all the way from choosing your market, choosing your first three to five products verifying and validating and all of that stuff in between to make sure that you have the best chance of having a successful launch in phase one. And then from there in phase two, we're building out our home base. We're building out our assets. We're getting the attention in our market. And, uh, we are going to be able to, uh, really, I don't want to say this, but I'm going to say it anyway, crush our competition in a good way, uh, because, uh, they're not going to know what hit them. And just for me doing some of this research in econ business formula, when I was showing some of these examples, there's a lot of, of sellers that are ranking on page one that have no presence off of Amazon, which is really good news for us, all right? So uh, you want to do that, all right? So if you're interested, you can uh, join the wait list if we're not already open at theamazingseller.com forward slash EBF, and you can get all the details there, and you can register there on that wait list, or you can just check out the details, and if you're ready to jump in and, uh, and roll up your sleeves and get to work then we would love to have you. All right, the show notes can be found at theamazingseller.com forward slash 627. And guys, that is a wrap. And definitely make sure that you go through this checklist before you decide on that product. I really want you to succeed. And uh, I want you to uh, be able to have the best chance of having a successful launch and really building a business that allows you to live the life that you want, because that's truly what I want here. I think we're all building a business to to really have that freedom element, that flexibility, and um, and I know that this business and just any business that is a real business that provides value to uh, you know to people and gives them what they're looking for, and then to also serve them with content. To me, it's it's foolproof. It, it really cannot. Uh, cannot fail if you follow, uh, you know, the the process of going out there and figuring out what people want, what they need. And then you show up and you'd be an awesome resource and you be helpful. And then, uh, you know, through that, they're going to eventually buy something from you. So to me, that's a future proof business model. In that All right, guys. So that's it. That's going to wrap it up as always. Remember I'm here for you. I believe in you and I am rooting for you, but you have to, you have to come on, say it with me, say it loud, say it proud. You can do this. Come on, take